RT8K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Health officials warn against complacency in the pandemic, and there's still a risk that cases could rebound. A group representing the city's bars and clubs says the sector is on the brink, with hundreds forced to close. And Myanmar mourns the death of a young woman who's become a national symbol of resistance to military rule. About 100 people working at a property agency in Shamshepo have to be sent to quarantine centers after two members of staff came down with COVID-19. The Center for Health Protection says a worker in the company's IT department has tested preliminary positive, and it believes it's linked to a previously confirmed case who works in the same department. It's one of the 10-odd preliminary positive cases Hong Kong recorded today. The center's Dr. Chuan Chukwan says people should stay vigilant because the pandemic has not yet stabilized and there's a risk of a rebound. The number of unnamed cases have, have not yet been come down, even in the past few days. So there are still signs of uh, silent transmission in the community. And also with the Chinese New Year, I also observed that uh, quite a number of cases, even those linked cases, they have some gatherings during the Chinese New Year period. So it's difficult to comment on whether there's a signs of rebound. We still have to observe. This comes as the SCR reported 20 new COVID infections today, and a cluster involving a special needs school in Saiwan Ho has expanded. Dr. Chuang says so far, seven students and staff at the Caritas Lockyi School have come down with COVID-19. Some of their close contacts have to be quarantined. And Dr. Chuang believes the outbreak at the school is related to the difficulty of enforcing mask wearing at the facility. So far, there are two confirmed students, residents, and one worker, plus two preliminary positive workers related to the school. So I also mentioned that there are two family members of one student also confirmed. Uh, because they have special needs, it's difficult for them to put on masks, I mean, all the time or even sometime. So if any of them uh, got infected, it's easily to infect others, especially in a residential setting, and they have a lot of caring and, and assistance to the students. All but one of today's new infections are believed to be locally acquired, with six of them having an unknown source. Meanwhile, the government is urging people to sign up for its universal vaccination program, saying a strong response is needed if Hong Kong is to get over the pandemic. Cecil Wong reports. Eligible people in designated priority groups, including over 60s, healthcare staff and care home workers and residents, can make online appointments for free COVID-19 vaccines starting on Tuesday, with actual vaccinations beginning on Friday. For now, only the Sinovac vaccine is available, though one from BioNTech that boasts a significantly higher efficacy rate is due to arrive by the end of the month. Writing in his blog, Chief Secretary Matthew Chung urged people to get vaccinated to protect both themselves and others. He says he believes people don't want to see a fifth wave of COVID-19 infections in Hong Kong, and the chance of another outbreak decreases as the number of people inoculated goes up. He says a strong response would finally allow Hong Kong to get over the pandemic. Health Secretary Sophia Chan echoed his comments, stressing that getting vaccinated is definitely better than not doing so, adding that the earlier people get inoculated, the better. She says a good response to the vaccination program would help Hong Kong achieve herd immunity more quickly and create more favorable conditions for life to return to normal. The Hong Kong Bar and Club Association has again appealed to the government to allow a resumption of services after more businesses closed their doors. 
The association says 70 bars and pubs shut down during the Chinese New Year holiday, and so far more than 200 had closed in the wake of the pandemic. It said that means city. That means the city has lost 15% of its bars and pubs, warning that the sector is on the brink. It also accused the authorities of showing favor because they relaxed social distancing restrictions for restaurants, but not for bars. The Hong Kong Football Association says it would be good to have more five-a-side football pitches in the SAR, with sources saying the government plans to spend 300 million Hong Kong dollars to improve local soccer facilities. It's understood the government has included the initiative in the upcoming budget, and hopes to turn some existing football pitches into five-a-side ones. Zhang Weicheng, who's in charge of five-a-side football at the association, says many other countries have been pushing the sport, and the smaller-than-normal-sized pitches are good for improving players' skills. RTHK. The time is now five minutes past eleven. A funeral has taken place in Myanmar for a young woman who has become a national symbol of resistance to military rule. Mia Thudwaite Thudwaite Kai died on Friday after being shot during a protest against the coup. A hearse carrying her coffin was followed by a long procession through the capital Naypyidaw. The BBC Celia Hatton reports. <laughs> Mia Dwe Kai's funeral was a loud event, crackling with anger over the death of the young grocery store worker, the first person to die at the hands of the authorities. On Saturday, two more protesters were killed in Mandalay, and a third man is said to have been shot dead when on night patrol in Yangon, apparently trying to stop the arrests of activists that are common after dark. A local rights group says more than 570 people have been detained in the wake of the coup. Israelis who who have had the coronavirus vaccination are able, for the first time in almost two months, to go to gyms and shopping malls as some major lockdown restrictions are lifted. But entry to these venues is being limited to people with a so-called green pass that shows they have been vaccinated or have had the virus. Gad Shimron, an Israeli journalist based in Tel Aviv, who's had two jabs, is in favor of the scheme. We are talking here about a situation which is quite unusual for humanity, and、uh, I think that for the moment there should be some restrictions on those who refuse to take the vaccination because it's free, it's very well organized, everybody can have it. You know, you just walk in, you get it, you wait three weeks, you get the second vaccination. Those who are vaccinated shouldn't suffer restrictions because of those who refuse to take it. The British Health Secretary Matt Hancock says one in three adults in the UK have now received the first coronavirus vaccination shot. He confirmed plans for all adults to get one by the end of July. We are able to announce that we will be offering a vaccine to all those who are over 50 and in the top nine priority groups by the 15th of April, and then to all adults by the end of July. And it's because of the success of the vaccine rollout that we're able to do that, and that will have an impact on how quickly we'll all be able to return to normal, which is obviously what everybody wants to see. Mr. Hancock said hospital admissions were falling quite sharply, but they were still far too high, and any easing of lockdown measures must be cautious. Tomorrow, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson is to announce a roadmap for easing restrictions. In sports, Serbian tennis star Novak Djokovic has won his ninth Australian Open title by beating Russian Daniel Medvedev in three straight sets, seven-five, six-two, six-two. 
It's his 18th Grand Slam title, bringing him closer to Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer, who have 20 each. Adam Wilde reports. There are few players in the history of tennis that have dominated one tournament quite like Novak Djokovic in Melbourne, eight times a winner before today. There is a slight sense, though, that times in tennis may be changing. Daniel Medvedev at the forefront of the sport's next generation. But Djokovic, well, he's not the type to let up nor let go. The mark of a great champion always, the hunger for more. Set one, hard fought for Djokovic, hard won. Medvedev giving everything, getting nothing. The feeling of so many players before him when faced with the brilliance of Djokovic. Things now beginning to fall apart for Medvedev, his racket here included. In truth, Djokovic remains just too good, at times unplayable. The complete player, roaring himself onward towards yet another title. Winning in emphatic style. One day after winning the women's title, Naomi Osaka was out and about in Melbourne displaying her trophy. The four-time Grand Slam winner was asked how she would feel about playing in the Olympics in her home country later this year if the event goes ahead. Everyone kind of knows uh, the Olympics is a really big deal for me. Uh, it would be my first Olympics and for it to be in Tokyo, of course, um, would be a dream. But I think, I don't know. I don't want to put too much thought into it because I feel like I would overanalyze and put stress on myself because it's still a ways to go. But for sure, um, I think every athlete is looking forward to it. And to end the news, the top stories again. Health officials warn against complacency in the pandemic, and there's still a risk that cases could rebound. A group representing the city's bars and clubs says the sector is on the brink, with hundreds forced to close. And Myanmar mourns the death of a young woman who's become a national symbol of resistance to military rule. The news from RTHK. In our newsroom, thanks to Ben Shea, and we'll have more headlines at midnight. Ten minutes after 11, hour two of Sunday late. Welcome to listeners on Radio 4, Radio 3, on FM in stereo all the way across Hong Kong and it's Sunday Light Kevin Lewis through until 2 
Radio 3, uh, welcoming uh, listeners uh, once again to uh, Radio 4 FM and stereo from now until 2 on Sunday late, uh, 5, 6, 7 a.m. across Hong Kong as well and rthk.hk. So many different ways to follow the programme and remember if you'd like to get in touch uh, on your Facebook, it's uh, Kevin Lewis at RTHK Radio 3 you can follow the show there and uh, send us a message uh, let us know where you're listening and uh, what you're enjoying our featured album is uh, the debut release from uh, UK singer Celeste and uh, she is uh, Celeste Epiphany Wait and her debut album Not My Muse came out just last month and uh, four weeks ago we're featuring it on tonight's programme a big album 21 tracks to work our way through uh, 